0: Check, check. Hey, how you doing? Good, how you doing? Good, I've got Coach right here. Okay, sounds good. Hey, Colter. Hey, Jeff, thanks for taking a minute. I will try to not ask you a lot of the uh, the same questions. We just listened in as well, so good stuff. Um, this is for our Bobcat Roundtable, which is which will be uh, on 104.7, 105.7 in Bozeman, so just about eight or nine minutes here. Okay. All right. Welcome into the Bobcat Roundtable. Coulter Nuwana is reporting for 104.7, 105.7, the Eagle, Montana Superstation, and Big Sky and Bozeman. Happy to be joined this week by Montana State fourth-year head coach Jeff Choate. And it's Cat Grizz Week. What a week to be alive. The greatest week in the state of Montana each and every year. And, Coach Choate, you just got done addressing the media uh, and giving your initial thoughts on this game. But when this week rolls around, I know you're a guy that's from the Northwest grew up in idaho have been around this rivalry in some form or fashion for a long time how does this game make you feel when it's on the horizon
1: yeah it's i mean it's a different week you wake up on uh, on sunday morning and if you get any sleep at all on saturday night and uh and it's on i mean i just think it's a um it's a great great game um i mean i really believe that it's one of the one of the purest and best rivalries in all the college sports
0: you mentioned the fact that this is what the Big Sky Conference is all about, the fact that Montana, Montana State, two of the flagship members of the, of the conference, playing with playoff ramifications. The polls just came out. I know you don't pay attention to that kind of stuff, but the Grizz are number three. You guys are number eight. It's a top-ten matchup, which is sure to heighten uh, just the, the hype of this game and all the eyes they are going to be on it across the country. So the fact that both teams have a lot to play for, not just this game, but uh, probably playing on after this game, how do you think that adds this to the intensity of this game on Saturday?
1: I don't think it matters. I just really don't. I mean, I think it. Does, I mean, you know, I've been a part of this thing when we weren't very good, and they had playoff ramifications. And I don't think that. I don't think that impacts this game one iota. I think it's about preparation and uh, and pride and performance. I mean, I think that's what it's all about.
0: I know you just talked about your senior class, but I want to ask you about three guys that have Montana ties. that are all captains. First with Braden Conkle. He tweeted right after here, guys, his twenty seven seventeen victory at UC Davis. I've been waiting three hundred and fifty-eight days for this. He can't wait for Cat Grizz. The kid loves Cat Grizz more than anybody, I think, and he's played some of his best football in the Cat Grizz game. So what have you thought of the of Braden Conkle, a Belgrade product, his ability to rise the occasion when this game rolls around?
1: Yeah, I think he's a unique talent. You know, he's a linebacker body, he has the ability to play in the box, has the ability to play. In coverage and on the hash um, in the post, but uh, I think that versatility is one of the things that has really allowed him to shine in in big moments. Because uh, you know, as you get late in the year, people get beat up, and you got to kind of start to you know mix and match a little bit. And his uh, his skill set a lot has allowed us to do that. I mean, um, two years ago, he had a couple big hits on that last drive um, here in Bozeman, and as as a linebacker. And then last year, plays exceptionally well both as a as a redshirt freshman and then as a. As a junior, he played really well at safety, and so, uh, and I know that he's passionate about this game, and it means a lot to him.
0: And Another Belgrade guy, Derek Marks. I remember watching a Belgrade high school practice when Derek was a junior, uh, when he had just committed to Montana State to a completely different coaching staff, but the kid is the same kid he was six years ago. He's so nice, so polite, but he's also so tough and such a hard worker, such a good tone setter. So the fact that he's been able to not only talk about it, but be about it, how important has that been for your team over the last five years?
1: Yeah, when, you're, when your best players are the best people on, in your organization and the hardest workers in your organization, everything gets a little easier. And that would be how I would describe Derek. Yeah,
0: and Mitch brought a guy that is going on 45-plus starts in a row. I know he knows the exact number, and he takes a lot of pride in the exact number, but just the nastiness he brings to your offensive front, how has that helped you guys in this game the last three years and just overall in the Arc of program?
1: Yeah, you, you know, I think he's really matured a lot. I mean, I think uh, early in his career, Mitch was kind of a guy that had a lot of talent and had a lot of anger, and football was a good release. Um, And now I see him as one of the best leaders in our locker room. I mean, I think he's thoughtful. I think he's good with our young players. Um, He's capable of kind of putting an arm around somebody and helping them through a tough time. But he still has that standard for himself in terms of how he plays, and that has elevated our entire offensive line.
0: Montessay Head Coach Jeff Choate joining us on this week's Bobcat Roundtable. And Coach, when you look at just this decade of this rivalry, the home team has only won twice. You guys won the last time the game was in Bozeman, and then Montana won on their home field in 2014. But I think the Grizz 4-1 and one away from uh, Washington Grizzly Stadium in the rivalry of this decade. You guys are 3-1, and one, and you yourself are 2-0 and oh in Missoula. Is there anything you can point to that has, has led to so many road victories in this rivalry
1: lately? The only thing that I can say, just haven't been a part of it now for three years, is it is a little different when you host at home. You get the everybody's hounding you about tickets and sideline passes and alumni coming back. Mm-hmm. And I think there might be more distractions uh, for the home game uh, than there is on the road. Oftentimes, where you just kind of get on the bus and you hunker down in the hotel, and it's kind of the us against the world mentality, and you can really focus in on what you have to do. And um, that might be, you know, one of the factors.
0: I know you've tapped into the history of this rivalry, having former Bobcats come and talk to the team in recent years, and I know that's something that's been important to your program just in general since you took over as Montana State's head coach. Why? Why is that? Why do you like to recognize the history of the program like you do?
1: Well, I think it's important for our young guys to to get it. Um, we don't have every kid who's not from the state of Montana, even the Montana boys. You know, might not have all follow Bobcat football growing up, and so to understand that uh, you know they've been a, this is a history and tradition that's been around a long time well over 100 years, that it's a, it's a program that has experienced success at, a multi, at, at multiple levels, and if there's a lot of pride in wearing the blue and gold. Um, I think for I didn't do that, and so I think it would be disingenuous for me to get in front of people and talk about how important it is to be a Bobcat, and so one of the things I've tried to do is bring Bobcats back in the fold as coaches and bring our old Bobcats back so they feel a part of this. And the other thing is, quite honestly, I want to help create a network for our guys. Uh, there's a lot of successful former Bobcat football players that are out there. And uh, their story can be uh, lend as a motivation to some of our young guys, but it also might be able to create a connection for them that's going to help them out in their professional life after football.
0: I think it, about 40 towns from across the state of Montana will be represented in this game. Everything from Billings, Bozeman, Missoula, and Butte to Anaconda, Big Timber, eureka white sulfur Springs, savage valier sunburst townsend all over the place so when you think about i mean i know you love small towns in in america not just in montana when you think about the fact that there's going to be little towns across the state of montana tuning into this thing what does that how does that make you feel
1: yeah i think it takes you back man i mean i think in this microwave society where you know every it's all about who where college game day is and you know, this matchup and that matchup. And I think this is one of the things that we've got to maintain. We've got to hold on to this uh, in terms of this great game between these two great schools is um, the purity of it, uh, the it, that throwback feel of, you know, like you said, everything's. I mean, I, I don't tell. I can't tell you how many times guys are like, "Hey, you know, I, I didn't fill my elk tag yet, and so I was up." But I listened to the whole thing. I mean, I sat there with my earbuds in, listening to the whole. So the <laughs> technology's interfered a little bit, but <laughs> right. uh, it's allowed people to stay in contact. And and I just think there's just a lot of purity left in this game, and I and I really hope we don't lose that.
0: Montana State three wins in a row in the Cat riz rivalry, and coach, your team has brought a distinct edge to each of the last three games i know that's the edge you want your guys to play with each and every Saturday but how would you describe just the mentality your team has had the last three years entering this game and how do you hope to replicate that edge on Saturday
1: yeah you don't get anything for last year this year mm-hmm. i'll tell you that right now so um that was a different group of guys uh, we have a saying around here you're not the man you were yesterday and we're not the team we were yesterday and if we sit and spend any time at all thinking about what happened over the last three years it's not going to go the way it needs to on Saturday so that's how you keep your edge. Is you don't listen to outside noise because it softens you and it strengthens your opponent. And you don't listen to people patting you on the back about the fumble on the one or any of that stuff. That none of those guys are going to be you know suiting up. We don't have Grant Collins or Tucker or Zach or Tyrone. Those guys aren't going to be there Saturday. So it's all about this group, this team, Team One Twenty Two going out and each individual owning their role and doing their job. Jeff
0: Joe joining us on this week's Bobcat Roundtable, number three Montana at number eight Montana State, the 119th rendition of the greatest rivalry in college football. Coach, one last thought: what What do you hope on Saturday? I mean, what What is going to be the perfect Saturday for the Bobcats?
1: Well, about three twenty five, three thirty, our offensive lines carrying that trophy right around. the the uh, south end zone and and hauling it back over to the field house. That'd probably be the best ending you could hope for, and I'm sure they think the same thing.
0: Absolutely. Jeff Cho joining us on this week's Bobcat Roundtable. Coach, it's been a pleasure. Best of luck on Saturday. Thanks so much. You
1: bet.